1: What were you thinking? Welcome to the show about everything you always wanted to know about exotic pets. Where to get them, what to feed them, and how to care for them. You'll even find out why some people live with a monkey. Now, here's your host, exotic pet expert and author, Bob Tart. Hey Bob, what were you thinking? Hi, I'm Bob Tart, author of the books
2: Enslaved by Ducks, Fall Weather kitty-cornered and my brand new award-winning book what Featherbrain, starring book character bill holm and i'm with bill today hi bill did i win an award you did you won the uh best star in a birding book by an inept author
3: well you know that's the only award i've ever written or won or written. Or written. I Sometimes I write my own awards and put them on the wall.
2: Well, few people realize that Featherbrain has won a Michigan Notable Books Award from the Library of Michigan. What's the Library of Michigan? We're here today at Muskegon Wastewater System, and it is 2017. And you might be wondering, why, oh why, are they recording a new podcast when they recorded four last year that Bob hasn't posted?
3: Well, there's a good reason that those four weren't posted just like this one won't be posted.
2: Yes, and the reason is that it is difficult being a beam of light in a dark world i've
3: I've certainly found that, especially when it's negative light
2: and it's just tough finding the energy and the willpower in the spirit to post these because I just see so much darkness around us these days and uh, my tiny little glow is going out what? But I do have other good news for fans of uh, my books, and that is that two of them will be made into audiobooks. Kitty Cornered and Enslaved by Ducks will be made into audiobooks. Did I tell you that, Bill? Yes, you told me about a hundred times. Yeah, okay. Well, who's
3: going to be reading those? Victor Buono? I
2: believe so. It might be Alfred Ryder. Who's Alfred Ryder? He played a... um, East European crook in Mission Impossible several times. Oh, that's
3: right. That's right.
2: Yeah. So we're here at Muskegon Wastewater, and we're doing a podcast because we've actually seen a couple of birds, haven't we?
3: We certainly have. We saw, like, I, I sat here. I have the ability to look at a bunch of birds and immediately know how many there are. How do you do that? I don't know. It's a gift. I don't know. You know, sometimes you have a gift. People just say, I can do this, and I don't know
2: why. Do you have the ability to do a podcast and know how much time we still have left? It just seems like too much time. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. But what did we see today? Because you were able to count a couple of birds very quickly. There was one
3: snowy owl immediately I knew you
2: counted the one immediately.
3: I counted immediately. I have I, I saw it. I saw the field. I, I saw it in my field of vision, and I said, "One, wow!" And what happened to that snowy owl? We turned our heads for just a moment, and out of nowhere, a car pulls up and scares it away. So we don't know where it is.
2: No, because there was not a single car here at Muskegon Wastewater System here on January twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. Right. And all of, a sudden, was there. all of a sudden, someone was parked right by where we had last seen the owl, and the owl was gone. It's just so frustrating. So that's where, this is going to be a show of birding tips. And so the number one birding tip is, don't bird where there are other birders. For there are many reasons for that. Yes. I, I do have another tip, and that is on your. this is kind of on your way to birding. That if you are en route birding somewhere... And say you stop someplace for a cup of coffee, okay? Sure, Or use the facilities or something. Number one tip is don't steal someone's baby. Uh Uh-oh. No, it's just a tip because because, it's going to encumber No wonder I don't see any birds. It's going to encumber you while you're trying to see birds. I guess you're right. I hadn't thought of it that way. Now, Bill and I stopped at a field here. It was on uh, Swanson Road north of Apple. Isn't it interesting that we come looking for birds and it's Swanson Road? That is very interesting. And Apple
3: Road. Apple, that's exactly right. Apple Road.
2: So we were looking, we were scanning the field to see if we could find some snow geese. I did not bring my scope today. You really need a scope for scanning a field looking for snow geese. So this, here's a birding tip. I took my pair of binoculars... And I held them up to Bill's pair of binoculars, doubling, doubling the viewing power. Now, the viewing power is so great, though, that you get a (laughs) shaky image. So, Bill... Well, I always get a shaky image. Bill got down on one knee, and he proposed... (laughs) he proposed that we do something better with our time than this and then he held his arm straight up in the air and he became a human tripod (laughs) and i scanned the field and i did not see any geese at all i just saw plastic bags so i thought i would return the favor for bill but i'm not the strongest guy in the world and i wasn't able to hold up two pairs of binoculars
3: i know it was kind of embarrassing it was sort of like one of those pyramids at a football game that just sort of collapses. The human pyramids.
2: Of course, that's always funny. You know, well, this was pretty funny, too. Yeah, I guess it was funny, except uh, I'm sorry about those binoculars. Yeah, well, I'm
3: sorry about my broken ankle.
2: Well, so we just saw um, a couple other birds, though. Yeah. What did we see on the ice besides the gulls? Did you instantly count the gulls? There were 7,408. Okay, okay. And they were a mix of herring gulls and mostly ringbills, right?
3: Yes, and the Labrador gull was in there. Was it? Yeah. Um, Actually, it's newfound land and Labrador now. I didn't, I, Labrador, I didn't, I I was looking at an atlas the other day, and there it is. It's like it's one country now, it looks like, not country, province. Did you know that, or am I misinterpreting what I saw?
2: No, I believe I've seen that, but I didn't think that was new. Oh, they're on the ice. There was one bald eagle, and, and then, we saw one in the air. Oh, here comes a car. It's it's distant, it's distant. So, I don't know if it's going to get us where we are hogging the center dike road. But you might mention what we just saw here on the center dike road. We saw 148 snow buntings, yes, and I haven't seen uh. Gosh, it's only seven minutes so far. Are you kidding? Um, So, I haven't seen snow buntings for a long, long time. Have you? Neither have I, but I think the last time I saw them was in this very spot. It was in this very spot. I tried to get photos thinking we could just drive by. And, you know, because some birds, here's a tip for you. Sometimes you can use your car as a duck blind. (laughs) Uh huh. You can. Because. You can drive up on some ducks, certainly not a northern shoveler because they're cowards, oh. but you can drive up on some ducks, and if you're in your car, they just look over there and they say, a box. There's y- a moving a b- box. <laughs> and, I don't know if they actually say yeah, that. a hey, moving box. There's a head in it, but, you know, that's not in our DNA to be threatened by a moving box with a head in it. And so you can look at them. But northern shovelers, they see anything. What about anything. a coffin? They like see... In
3: a, like in a... Like in a cortage. What do they call that? Like a duck, like a
2: duck coffin? Well, a corsage? I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you had problems at the prom? Did you give your girlfriend a, something from a funeral I show, home? I showed up in a hearse inside Uh-oh. a coffin. Uh-oh. I thought it would be funny. Yeah. By the way, speaking of funny... There was a tire dealer down the street from me that's having a blowout sale. Now that is something <laughs> 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 I sprang that on Bill while he was drinking his aquafina water, but um, you controlled yourself pretty good. I thought you'd be <laughs> okay, there's the Danny Thomas spit take. <laughs> yeah. So but I you know what it impressed me? Those snow buntings are so cute. Aren't they? They're cute. And I was hoping to spy a Lapland longspur among them because I heard there was one. Yeah, right. But we didn't even get a very good chance to uh, see the snow buntings because they were constantly in motion or they were bunting around in the weeds. Yeah, and there there was one that got thrown out at first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of sad. Yeah, well... Really hung his head. You'd
3: think it'd be faster than that.
2: Oh, there's a car way over across. Maybe they're looking at us, wondering what we're looking at. Not realizing that we're having the time of our lives here. You Mm -hmm. know what else is interesting? That we're at a wastewater treatment plant, and all the water is frozen. That's the thing. I expected to come here, because we've been having a milder-than-usual January.
3: Ooh, that's for sure. It
2: was 56 last uh, in Lowell. It was 56 last Saturday. And um, so I was expecting to come here and there'd be liquid water. <laughs> right? <But laughs> I was instead, expecting the same thing. I can imagine my surprise when the main pond we're on, it's filled with liquid nitrogen. That may explain why the snow buntings are on the move. It may ex- explain that. Yes, yes. Well, uh, let's see. How much time is left? We're at about the 10-minute mark, and we've just begun with our uh, birding tips. Uh, I'm sure we're going to think of a lot more of them as we go along. Oh, I have one tip. Don't go. Well, don't go unless you've read Featherbrained. And the uh, subtitle to Featherbrained is My Bumbling Quest to Become a Birder and Find a Rare Bird on My Own, University of Michigan Press publication. And it's kind of a how-to book. In disguise, in a way. In a way. It's about how I. Do you actually live. think anyone would learn anything from reading that book? No. But I recommend that you pick up a copy anyway because I get a little royalty on every book. How much? A little. A little bit? A little bit. I'll have to buy one and read it sometime. Yeah, you should. You're in it a lot. I am? Yes, you are in it a lot. So we're going to start the car. By the way, I had to uh, spend a long time filling out forms here today to uh, get a license to bird at Muskegon Wastewater. But it's always good to follow the rules. That's a birding tip: always good to follow the rules. Right, and don't bring a bazooka with you. No, nope, and don't try to net the snowy owl. I, I you know, I, I maybe sh- it's a good thing I told the woman. At the ad building. That's what us birders call the administration building, the ad building. It's a good thing I told her that I was going to net the owl because then she told me that that's probably against the rules. Oh my gosh! We could have gotten in trouble. We could have gotten in trouble. So, okay, you are listening to what were you thinking? The special birding tips, Muskegon wastewater, <clears throat> or something or other, something or other show, and uh, we'll be back. We're going to do a little more birding. How about it, Bill? Yeah, we'll probably be back in like a minute and a half because there's just almost
3: nothing here except what we've described so far.
2: Yeah, but uh, we'll we'll drive around and look, and maybe we can block the guy who's just coming around the bend now. Is he? Is he behind us? You no, know, see him up there. And he probably wonders why we're here, and he thinks we're seeing something. He doesn't know we're having the time of our lives doing this podcast. So we'll be back after this word from our sponsor. You're listening to What Were You Thinking?
1: What Were You Thinking? We'll be right back after Bob gets the ducks out of his living room. Don't go away. I love cleaning the litter box, said no one ever luckily there's world's best cat litter the litter that promises less mess with less litter only world's best cat litter uses the concentrated power of corn to quickly trap odors in tight clumps and quick clumping means you never have to chisel or scrape the box less cleanup with less wasted litter that's a litter bit amazing save two dollars on world's best cat litter Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all.
0: Going back to the my vegans thing, you cost me a lot of misery and all total, $2,700 in doggy fees. And all it took was one container of DynaVite, two pounds, three ounces. And my dog has been cured. Abby's a five year old silky terrier. She had like chicken pox on her belly, clusters of bumps on her back. And she was allergic to like 70 some odd things. So the dermatologist, it was, oh yeah, just keep giving her meals every 10 days, but she's not clearing up. And then I it came up on my radio DynaVite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.
3: Dot com.
0: Eight five nine four two eight one thousand. Dynovite is nutrition. I give her the dinovite after five weeks and one morning there was nothing there and I'm like, she's all clear. There wasn't one blemish on her body. Her fur is beautiful. She is totally happy. She is a healthy, bump free, pimple free, shiny, silky. It turned our lives around. So thank you very much for Dynavite. I couldn't be happier. Dynovite's the bomb. Eight
3: five nine four
0: two eight one thousand. Eight five nine four two eight one thousand. D I N O V I T E <laughs> dot com.
1: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Radio. (laughs) PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, ducks are in the pond, rabbits in his hutch, and monkeys. Oh, in my car! Oh, okay, well, I go check my insurance policy. We'll turn you back over to Bob.
2: Hi, everybody. Chuck Glaucus here. Glaucus Gulls. Oh, boy. I tell you, the birders are going to be laughing about that. You may have seen my gulls before. Chuck Glaucus here.
0: <laughs>
3: you know, birders are going to be laughing at that. Well, you know, not everybody has a gull named after him.
2: Well, and I'm mentioning the Glaucus gull because uh, we didn't see too many birds here. Because, uh, Do you know we did a podcast here, Bill, a few years ago? And uh, it was I've, the same I've thing where it was that from my memory. where everything was frozen and we saw nothing. But at least we saw some things today. We and, did. We saw like
3: seven or something different things.
2: Yeah, we did. We saw a now. Here's a little controversy: is it rough legged hawk or is it rough legged hawk? Let me weigh in on that controversy. It's red tail.
3: No, I was. It was. It
2: was the bullseye bird, the bullseye
3: raptor, legged. Okay. I'm. I'm. No. Yeah. Shoot me. I'm a traditionalist.
2: Mm-hmm. Like the famous pirate peg-legged Pete. Exactly.
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, I. What are they? It's a three-legged race, isn't it?
2: It is a three-legged race. <laughs> well. So. Oh, Oh, go ahead. Anyway, so uh, we stopped. I mean, that is a professional pause. After a a sejura. Oh, boy. Oh. After we uh, passed the same car four or five times on the center dike, I finally unrolled the window and asked the guy if he was seeing anything. And the woman who was with him mentioned the glaucus gull. Hi, Chuck Glaucus here. Have you seen my gulls? (laughs) And that there were a couple of them out on the ice. So um, I took about uh, 50 photos, hoping that later in the privacy of my home, I'll be able to examine those photos very carefully and pick out the Glaucus gull. And I know why. Delicacy is necessary. Bill, would you like to read a description of the Glaucus gull from? Where are you reading this from?
3: The Sibley Guide to Birds, second edition. Adults only. Okay,
2: okay. Let's 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 get the dirt on the
3: Glaucus gull. Mm-hmm. One of our largest gulls with heavy bill, always pale. Well, that could be either one of us. Yeah. Juvenile pale brown or whitish overall, with wingtips paler than body, get and to with the
2: good stuff.
3: <laughs> hybridizes ex. Extensively with herring gull and glaucous
2: winged gulls and any other gull that comes around. Well, they ought to sell this uh, Sibley book with a plain brown wrapper on it. It is just so? shameful. Well, look at that gull. That looks like the kind of gull that would what be hybridizing like crazy. <laughs> what doesn't... a smug little <laughs> look, look at at on that his little face. little wanton look on oh, that gull's face. Oh, yes. Well, that one's winking. <laughs> Where were you today, Chuck Glaucus? Were you hybridizing with those herring gulls again? No, I wasn't, Mom. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, so, I mean, I might not be able to ID it. Look at it.
3: its long call posture.
2: <laughs> oh, 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 boy.
3: That is just right. That is, I cannot even look at that anymore, okay. although I have
2: to say. Okay, yeah. that, but page 212 of the <laughs> Sibley Guide. woo <laughs> Whoa. So, uh, we saw possibly the glaucous gull, possibly a juvenile lesser black-backed gull, but I'll have to check the pictures. I must say that the lesser black-backed gull is a little bit more circumspect in its behavior. Oh, absolutely. doesn't hybridize at the tip of a wing, or <laughs> the... <laughs> Flip of a tail, thank you very much. Let's have a couple other uh, birding tips. This is birding etiquette. I don't understand the people today who are birding here at Muskegon Wastewater with their headlights on. I, even I don't understand that. No, and you understand everything.
3: Well, I, frankly, you know, I have to admit I don't know a lot about birding. But I do know that it's just a complete waste of time and you shouldn't
2: use your headlights. no. No, unless you're flashing your lights at a bird to notify it of something. Well, that's the signal
3: to the glaucus gull oh. to come on over. Oh,
2: ho, ho, ho. and you spotted a uh, belted kingfisher.
3: I did. I did, it was a little wobbly, <laughs> but it was it was hanging on, it yeah. was hanging on. Yeah, you think
2: it was belted by the snowy owl? I think it had, had a belt or two. Oh, okay. it See, it, it's not
3: the proper, I mean, you know, I do, it, I do my best. You do your best.
2: And so the rough-legged <laughs> hawk, and uh, I guess... It has targets on its wings. Targets on its wings, and where is your disabled car parked? At <laughs> Target. Yes, yes. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Mm-mm, no, so that was about it that we saw at Muskegon Wastewater, and I think another birding tip would be to have some idea of what the birds look like before you go to see them, because I still don't really know what a glaucous gull looks like. I'm gonna to have to um, look and uh, I gotta I gotta check out page yeah. twelve again. Yeah, I, I, yeah,
3: that's right. You might want, you, I'm surprised you didn't try to get its phone number.
2: Yeah. So uh, a couple more things. And that is, I wanted to mention that uh, this is a little bit hush-hush. But we're back again to the situation where a movie might be made of enslaved by ducks. What? Yes, yes. And I'm not going to say too much. But I'm just going to say that uh, I got the wink-wink, nod-nod, chin-wag. (laughs) From From the Glaucus Gull. From the Glaucus Gull. That it looks like there's some life to that uh, project again, so that might be happening, and I hope it does, because I've been working really hard uh, trying to write some good stuff, and I want to just be able to coast. I want to be able to just coast and even turn out uh, lower quality work than I have already. I I, know, know, it seems hard to believe. It it does,
3: but I'm just wondering if I'm going
2: to get a taste of this. Well, we're going to go to the Chinese restaurant in a few minutes. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> and who's going to play me? That's what I want to know.
2: That's right, because you would have a very large role as the uh, hammer holder. Oh, here come the gulls! Ah, look at them all! Ooh, we're right by the landfill, and that's right. We do have a tip. You know, landfills are good places for gulls. Blandfills, because, fill. bland fills because um, they don't like <laughs> anything loop. too obvious. They, they prefer a blandfill. But uh, they like it because if you got a, a piece of uh, heavy-duty machinery that's plowing and uncovering some particularly tasty garbage, especially some tasty garbage that a Glock is gull, might have its eye on. They'll eat anything. Yeah. So landfills are good for gulls and you mentioned another good point about uh, birding at landfills, Bill. I did. Mm-hmm. Give me a hint. The uh the chairs
3: that that you can see there. You could go to a landfill and pick up a nice chair. That's
2: it. That's it. You can bird. And you can pick up a nice chair to take home with you and put in your living room. Absolutely. Uh-huh.
3: And, you know... I saw a nice one. It was kind of a mustard color. And it looked comfortable. It had large arm cushions. And, you know, and who knows, maybe a glaucous gull would come sit on it with you.
2: Yeah. What, what did you think of that aluminum uh, lawn chair with the uh, broken webbing that I put in the trunk? I think a, a little duct tape and that'll, that'll look good in the um, living room, don't you think? Or just toss it over the barbed wire fence
3: here. Oh no! You brought it from there. See, and I, I didn't get your joke.
2: I collected it. I, I see. I thought treasure. you brought it I with you. It as is a it, you. that
3: you always had it with you in the trunk, and that I was going to suggest here's a place that you could just deposit it? But obviously, I didn't get the joke that you that well. Actually, it wasn't a joke because there is one back there.
2: Tire place down the street from me said <laughs> blowout sale. <laughs> that's right down the street from me blowout sale that is very funny yeah yeah. i saw
3: a sign once that says something about getting a college education and it was e-d-u-k-a-t-i-o-n really i did wow well boy you know maybe i should just sort of withdraw from the podcast at this point (laughs)
2: I think uh, maybe we're going to have kind of an early end to the podcast. Oh, I know. I do have a topic, and that is that this is not the first birding I've done this year. That Last week, I went to Huff Park, and at Huff Park, I saw a northern shrike. I expected to see the northern shrike perched on a phone line because I've only seen three northern shrikes in my life, and they've all been on phone lines except for this bird. This bird was on a tree, a, st- a stunted tree.
3: Well, was it like flipping over no. the tree? See, I'm, i you know, i it was I'm doing hungry. a double somersault. I'm hungry. we got to get to the number one Chinese restaurant in will.
2: But I want to talk about birding. And I saw the Northern Shrike, and I was happy to see it. And I got a little picture, and it flew off. Then I was, uh, this was after some freezing rain, and I was on the asphalt path. And I was trying to take a picture of a kestrel, and whoop, whoop, I fell on the asphalt. You all right? I'm fine, but as I was falling, everything was just kind of in slow motion, and I said to myself, don't break the camera. And I Interesting. Broke an interesting story, and uh, there's a little uh, ending to don't it, a little punchline. Don't
1: break line. the camera.
2: <laughs> the uh, Kestrel flew off. I scared it by falling. Oh. Yeah, so what do you know? And then a couple of days ago, there was word that there was a bohemian waxwing. You should at get together with a gull. I was going to say that bohemian waxwing. Talk about your hybridizers. <laughs> Whoa. So uh, I did not see it. And I can't tell you how many times I've tried to see bohemian waxwings. This is maybe my sixth or seventh try in five years, and I have yet to see one.
3: Oh, what a shame. How frustrating.
2: <laughs> you, you must just feel awful. I felt pretty good because I got to see a bunch of cedar waxwings eating, yeah, but eating, who berries, eating berries, eating berries. Eating berries. No one berries. has never, no one has ever seen a cedar waxwing. This is behavior. I take it all back. This is behavior that's never been witnessed before, and I saw it. <laughs> wow! Well, I wish I'd been there for that one. It'd yeah, be it was good. It's good. Well. I think that's about enough of uh, this... Boy, I'll say. ...this uh, special. But I want to mention again, Featherbrained, my brand new book about birding, wins the Michigan Notable oh, Book Award How many times are you going to mention that? One of only 20 books to win that prize this yeah, year. Yeah, and yeah, that man. book, that prize is awarded to books either by Michigan authors or about Michigan topics. Uh, so what do you get for that award? So, thanks so much for tuning in and visit my thank website. You and a how do you do? BobTart.com for information on all of my books. And uh, you go to the Featherbrain section, you'll see a bunch of bird pictures that go with Featherbrain. Is there going to be a movie made of Featherbrain? There will not. <laughs> so, uh, thanks to uh, my producer, Mark Winter. Oh, Mark. Hey, Mark. And uh, thanks so much to Dr. Bill Holm. Hey, Bill. And this is Glaucus Gull saying, so long.
1: Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com.